The contents of this podcast is for general information only and does not constitute financial advice or consider individual circumstances. Please seek your own independent legal, financial, taxation or other advice before making investment decisions. Hey, I hope you're taking some time to relax over the holidays. With all that time, obviously, why not take a few minutes to upgrade your investment strategy? With so much information out there, it can be super tricky to even know where to start. But that's where Ben and I come in. Ben is the CEO of Collective Shift, and he's all about democratizing crypto education. Here on the podcast, we're all about taking it back to basics and building a great foundation of knowledge to start your investing journey from. Over the last few weeks, we've revisited our ultimate crypto checklist. This is part three, which covers sentiment analysis. Let's get into it. Ben, what is sentiment analysis? It is the third part in our ultimate checklist, Ed, and uh, you can't have any you can't have any good strategy without sentiment because cryptocurrency is highly correlated to sentiment. And what is sentiment? Well, sentiment is yep. basically like emotion or uh, a feeling towards something. And usually, cryptocurrencies are heavily weighted in community sentiment on social media. So, for those listeners, mm-hmm. uh, the decoding crypto, but probably most of us are on social media. Uh, crypto is heavily tied with how people are talking about certain cryptocurrencies on social media. So uh, one uh, thing we can look at is when we're looking at social media is the influencers. Are influencers talking about a particular project? When we, so when we saw meme coins like Dogecoin or Shiba Inu, they are heavily tied into sentiment. Fundamentals aren't that great. Mm-hmm. Technicals wouldn't have a clue, not that great. And sentiment, though, was highly, highly positive because you had so many people talking about it on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, mm. YouTube, Reddit. It was everywhere. Everyone was talking about it. So sentiment can drive cryptocurrencies price very, very quickly. So looking at social media and the way people are talking about particular assets is super important. Yeah, and we see that a lot with NFTs, don't we? With particular celebrities talking about certain NFTs, you know, that can really have an impact on the price. What about community sentiment? What about, you know, other people besides social media? So community is like when you go deeper into a project's Discord or their Facebook page or maybe going into their profile, into their Twitter profile and looking at the comments. The community is usually people following that particular asset. So uh, a good Discord channel is usually, you know, cryptocurrencies natively swing towards Telegram or Discord just due to the more cryptocurrency nature. Looking at how active it is, are there, is a positive sentiment? It, it, are investors of that project happy? If they are happy, they're probably more likely to talk about it and share it with their friends versus negative investors. They're not liking the project. They're not liking the founders. They're not happy with the roadmap. They're probably going to talk more negatively about it, which then eventually turns into selling. You're not happy with something, you're going to sell it. So community mm. engagement is really important. So getting into the project, looking at their Telegram, looking at the Discord, looking at how their community talks about their project. Are they passionate? Are they excited about it? That's a really good way of understanding you know, the successful nature of a project. And why is this question so important? Who's using the project solution? Why does that matter? Why should we care? Well, it's back to uh, back to the the fundamental stuff we we're discussing on uh, in the first episode. Ed, it's around like, are they actually adding value to the end user? Because if they are, and it's actually solving a problem, well, the sentiment's going to be pretty good, right? If I'm using, mm. you know, let's use Brave Browser for example. Brave Browser allows me to not uh, allows me to be paid to search the internet. 
you know, Brave Browser pays me for the advertisers to show me ads. That's a great product. My sentiment is going to be pretty good because I'm like, hey, Ed, have you checked out Brave Browser? Brave mm. Browser? It's going to go, no, I haven't. Let's check it mm. out. That's good sentiment because they're solving a problem. Mm. If a product's crap and I'm like, Ed, I would never use that. I would never touch that project. Well, Ed's not going to use it and that's negative sentiment. So thinking about the ways a product is solving someone's problem is probably a good indication of are they talking about it in a good good light? Like word of mouth is one of the most powerful marketing um, strategies. So yeah, are they solving a problem? If they are, how well? And that's usually another good indication. Yeah, and and what about whether, should we be looking at who a typical investor is too? Yes, so looking at, you know, what sort of investor is getting into a particular asset. So, you know, is it retail investors? Is it institutional? Are they traders? Are they, who are they? That's another good indication because, you know, some more technical projects are probably not going to attract technical investors. You know, is it attracting mm-hmm. institutional grade investors? If it is, institutional positive sentiment is probably more powerful than a retail, potentially, maybe not. Like if an institutional is really happy and that's solving a big problem for them, then they're talking to their institutional friends that have bigger money, for example, versus maybe Shibarina or Dogecoin retail investor sentiment pushes a price up really quickly, but also comes down really quickly because there's a lot more people with smaller amounts of money. So as sentiment changes, it has a bigger impact on price. So when we've looked at, you know, our fundamental approach, the technical analysis and the sentiment analysis, is one area more important than another when we're thinking about building our portfolio or should we be using all of these tools to be able to start our portfolio? It's a good question. I would be using all three, but there is a clear order in my opinion. One is fundamentals. Mm -hmm. I think fundamentals is always number one. If you don't want to do the other two. If you had to pick one strategy, it would be fundamentals for me. It's also going to stop you wasting so much time because so many projects will fall down at the fundamental stage, right? 100%. You can look at a chart, but if they have a hole in their, you know, their business model or they're a scam or like, you know, mm. there is no founders, it's just a Ponzi scheme, well then fundamentals are going to show you that. Second, yeah. I would go sentiment. Sentiment's super important, uh, especially mm-hmm. for altcoins you know if the sentiment's really bad or if the the history of a project is really bad it's gonna be really hard for a project to turn around because people aren't going to believe in it yeah and then third i would use technicals technicals does give us a good baseline indication of where the project's at but you know i'd be looking those first two first before moving on to technicals yeah fantastic i think that is so helpful is there anything else we should be thinking about when we're working off our ultimate crypto checklist Mm, it's a good question i think different cryptocurrencies do different things, right? So Bitcoin is different to Ethereum. Bitcoin is a currency and Ethereum is a utility token. So knowing that not all the cryptocurrencies are the same and you can't analyze them the same either. Like you can't analyze your local fish and chip shop versus Amazon. They do two different things. So understanding that businesses do different things and you can't analyze them all the same, just remember that when looking at them. But this ultimate uh, checklist, which we've just gone through, it's going to give you a really good head start on being able to do your own research and and hopefully making you a better investor. Yeah, brilliant. Well, I think that's super useful. If you haven't listened to the other two episodes, this is a three-part series of our ultimate crypto checklist. So go back and check them out. They're the last two episodes in the feed. If you have any questions around our ultimate crypto checklist, send us an email, crypto at novaentertainment.com.au. And otherwise, we'll catch you back here next week. See you then, Ben. See you, Ed. Bye-bye.